TNHoller.com is where you can find us at the TN Holler on Twitter and Facebook. We are also all over Tennessee and all these different places, and that's all thanks to your support. Chip in a few bucks a month, it goes a long way. And we also want to thank Elisa Parker for supporting us, for buying or selling in Tennessee. Do it through her. That's a great way to support us. If you've been following us lately, you may have seen a story that we've been posting about West Tennessee in a city called Mason near where the Ford plant that you've probably heard a lot about is going to be. Memphis Regional Megasite lands $5.6 billion investment from Ford Motor Company. The Tennessee website, that's in September. So I guess that's when it was. Obviously a big deal for the area. New mega campus in Tennessee. You know it's a big deal when suddenly Republicans start to be into electric vehicles. Revolutionary new electric vehicle plant to bring 6,000 jobs and a trade school to West Tennessee. So just establishing that's what was going on there. Well, come to find out a few months later, Mason, Tennessee, which 153-year-old charter, is that is that right? It's been around. Yes. The roots of Mason are that it was a tent city, that people were essentially chased out of Memphis for voting. We planted roots as a tent city back in the day. I've heard that from some stories and also from people who I think know you and, and know people around there. We started to hear that the comptroller, Jason Mumpower, and the administration were pressuring Mason to give up its charter and mailing letters like this from Mumpower to the people of Mason, essentially saying either give up your charter, stop being a city entirely, or we're going to take over your finances. And they were pointing to financial issues that the city has had going back 20 years. Virginia, how did I do there? Good. So far? Good. Okay. So today we are going to talk to somebody who's at the center of all of this, Vice Mayor of Mason, Tennessee, Virginia Rivers. Virginia, how are you tonight? I'm good. How are you? When did you first start hearing from the state and from Mumpower about this issue? When they actually, for us, uh, giving us demands is when they called the meeting, the first meeting in March, uh, wanted us to surrender our charter. They came in with a demand to either give it up or they were going to take over our finances. Those was our options. We realized that they really was wanted us to just give up our charter altogether. And when you first started hearing that from them, what was your thought? Why did you think they were doing it? Well, first of all, when we had when they called the meeting with the town, with the uh, mayor and board of Ottomans, we had no idea what they wanted at that time at the meeting, even though they were asked what was the agenda about. We were never given an answer until we made it to the meeting. And that's when the bomb was dropped that he wanted us to give up our charter or, you know, they were going to come in and take over the finance. Okay, and I'm going to ask you in a second about the finances part, because I'm not going to say it's at the root of this story, but it's certainly at the root of their version of the story. Right. Uh, the leadership of the city is black. It's a predominantly black city. And as anybody who's paying attention to Tennessee knows, you know, this is a Republican white supermajority running our state. Those optics are, are inescapable in all of this. What 
do you feel like the role of race is in this story? That's the main issue, actually. We know that Mason is getting all of this money from, we are entitled to the monies that has been allocated to Mason through the state for as the ARP and other funds. And now that we uh, will be able to receive this money so we can do better financially here in Mason. Now, all of a sudden, they want to come in, Mr. Mindpower and them, and take over. He even made the statement that he felt we were irresponsible uh, to be able to handle the finances. That alone says to me that you are saying because of who we are, we are not capable of handling the finances of Mason. When we took over the finances of Mason back in 2015, two, two administrations ago, we started then rec trying to rectify all of the errors or for as the finance because it was already in shambles. A million of dollars had been taken out of Mason through fraud or whatever reason it was. We came in and we tried our best to rectify, try to fix and pay all the debts that we could. And it was a struggle. And we are still struggling to try to pay past debt that was made before we even came in. He's saying there's been issues for 20 years. He's kind of telling on himself because if there's been issues for 20 years, why are you suddenly making this an issue now, now that, as you say, you're getting money from the American Rescue Plan and glaringly, Ford is about to drop down four miles from Mason. So what actually are the financial issues with Mason right now? And how has it evolved over the last 20 years? Has it gotten better, worse? Where are things right now? We are getting better. Uh, we have paid off a few of the debts. It was, a, like I say, it was a struggle, but we have managed. We pay our bills. We're not behind on our bills. We're not in a deficit or anything of that nature. None of our bonds are behind, nothing. Instead of him coming in like he has did with other cities and offered to help us, he just wants to come in and take over if we don't give up our charter. Cities and counties and localities, they run debt. Like that's a thing that happened. I mean, America is in debt for crying out loud. So, you know, it's not on her. I think Williamson County, hundreds of millions of dollars here in Williamson County, but you know, it's Williamson County. So nobody says anything about that. You know, the idea that you guys are in debt is not the end of the world at all. And as you say, it's getting better. From your perspective, what do you think they're after? They're after our waterway system and just really to take over Mason completely. He's really wanting to uh, have Tipton County, a Republican county, to come in and take over Mason. And we just sit back like it's nothing. But we refuse to do that. To what end, though? Like, what does he want to do? He wants to be able to grant development permits, take over the land. Everything. Development. When I talked to him, I, I talked to him at the Capitol. I don't know if you got a chance to see that video. He immediately went to development. What we're trying to do is help them get on track so that they can benefit from all the development that's coming to their area. To help us get on track where get we can track. benefit. If Mr. Mudpower is really trying to help us get on track, where were you before the Ford plant actually came here? Where were you when all the fraud and everything else went down? Where were the comptrollers then? You didn't bother to come in. But now that the Ford plant is coming, there is money coming through. 
It's to me, y'all want to take control of the money so that you can do what you want to do with it. And you were hoping that we would give up the land. He even had a post on his Twitter with Senator Paul Rose, Deborah Moody. He stated that they agree with him that if Mason give up their charter, they're ready to push it through legislation. I don't understand that. If we can benefit so well, which we can't and we will, but if they know we can benefit, why not help us benefit? Why come in and try to run over us or bulldoze us out of the way? Right. And we should mention Moody and Rose are both white legislators, both Republican. They're essentially making decisions for you and using the debt of the city as an excuse. The thing that he said to me also, and I won't play you more of what he said, I'll just tell you. He said, you know, they don't have a supermarket. They don't have like wastewater for a grocery store basically saying that, you know, no development has happened in Mason. They need to come in and like help you help yourselves. It's a very condescending way of discussing this issue. That is not true. We do have wastewater and we can have water, wastewater for our store. We had a store actually too. How did they function? So we do have it. It's just a matter of needing upgrade. So we'll be ready for the mega site that's coming through, if they were really concerned about us or about Mason itself and not what they can gain and what they can control if they come in and take over, then if they was really concerned about us, they wouldn't do what they are doing. Black Lead City, four miles from where Ford is dropping down, that a white supermajority is essentially trying to railroad to get rid of, to erase from the map after they've been there for 150 years. The optics are awful. Is there something that we're all missing about this story that is deeper than that? Or is that about what's going on here? I don't think nobody's missing the point if they really look at it. It's plain and simple. Who is running the administration at the time and the monies that's coming in. If we had this finance all this time, we have had issues with trying to manage the uh, finances of the town. But somehow, by the grace of God, we have managed it. We are not as bad off as they're trying to make us seem bad off as they're trying to make our citizens seem. When he sent that letter out to our citizens, to me, was to conquer and divide. He was trying to divide our city, cause the constituents to turn against the elected officials that they elected to put in office. He never talked to us. We never knew anything about the letter. The only conversation we had with Mr. Munpower is when he walked into Mason at a meeting and made a demand. What about now? Is, is Munpower in communication with you? Is he no. being transparent? Is he trying to help no. you along or is he being adversarial? He's not helping us. And no, he has not. We have not had a conversation with him since that meeting. Wow. Not at all. Not the mayor, myself, the board officials. None of us has had a conversation with him since then. So he has now said we're taking over. What does that mean exactly? Like, what does that look like for him to take over the finances, email him your book? Like, what does that even look like? I can't go into details as to exactly. This is our first time dealing with something like this. He did make a statement that if he come in, we wouldn't be allowed to spend any money without their permission over a hundred dollars. 
So that means you can't pay anybody. You can't pay your bills unless he permits it to be paid. And they can make it hard by not approving us to pay our bills. Right. They can make it harder on you, actually. They can right. take it right. over <clears throat> as though they're helping you and then actually make life harder if they want to, you know, That's manipulate right. the situation for their own benefit. Tell us a little bit about Mason. We're just a small town, 1,130 some people, really pretty much from here. We was raised here and everything. And we still have a restaurant, which is Bozo's. We also have another restaurant that's here, which is Gus's Fried Chicken. So it's not like we don't have anything. We want to be able to get where we can have more stores, businesses come into our town willing to see Mason grow. And we would like to have a school back in Mason, restaurants, uh, daycare, uh, senior citizen places. These are the things we want to see in Mason. And yes, we can have those things, but with them coming in and how long they plan to stay, we don't know. Now, they have put this out to the media when they coming in and take it over. They have not relayed anything to the mayor or the board of Ottomans about anything. We haven't had a conversation with them. They're talking to the media, not to us. Very telling right there. And it seems like a lot of the things that you're talking about having in Mason would probably be natural progressions with Ford coming in. Development would happen and seems pretty transparent what's going on there. What can people do to help? One thing that I would encourage you to do or to encourage people to do in general is Ford needs to know this is happening. I bet Ford has really no clue. And I doubt Ford would want to start their relationship with Tennessee by eradicating a Black-led city four miles from their doorstep. So, you know, what would your message be to Ford? My message would, to Ford would be that we want to take part in what they are bringing. We want to grow. We are looking forward to benefiting from them. We're looking forward to being able to progress with what's going on. So to Ford, I would say if they can't be fair to every town, especially a town 4.5 miles from you, they need to take a look at it. Thanks so much for coming on here. I think people are starting to wake up to what's happening. In general, I think it's really useful to put a face to this whole thing. I tried to give Mump Power the benefit of the doubt. I, I talked to him. I didn't feel like I came away with a great idea of the specifics of what their problems are with what's going on there. You, last time we spoke, called it bullying. Is that how you feel? Does this feel like bullying? Yes. When they came to us, that's how we felt. We felt like they were bullying us and trying to force us to do something and we didn't want to do it. But they was determined. If you pay attention to every statement Mr. Munpower made, it pertains to our charter. He really didn't talk about the fund. He mentioned it, but his goal was to take our charter, to give up our charter Thanks and allow them to take over. We will keep an eye on this. You know where to find me. When stuff happens, please let us know. Come back and talk to us. We're not going to let them do this in the dark. And the optics of it are terrible. So now the onus is on Mumpower and Lee to let us know, okay, if you guys are in the right here, prove it. Virginia, thanks so much. Stay in touch with us. Stay thank strong you. over there. Okay. Keep us posted. All right. Thank you so much for having me. It does feel like something must be going on with the land and what they want. It's you been know, a something. been a situation for 20 years. It's just become untenable. Tax-paying citizens have never had an opportunity like they do now. They've never had an opportunity like they do now, like as though this is all for their own good. Meanwhile, you've got Virginia saying, well, they're not even talking to us. 
you're talking to the media. Those don't really add up too well. It's for the good of the tax-paying citizens who are getting nothing for the taxes they're paying. You know, I live in a small area. There's small cities all over this place. What services are you like? Is the, do the lights turn on? Does the water run? Like, you know, you've got a mayor, you've got a vice mayor, you've got people making decisions, you've got laws being made. Like, these don't feel like questions that get asked of white towns, frankly. Again, 20 years of financial issues that they're talking about. And now suddenly Ford shows up four miles from their doorstep. And now they're going to remove their charter after 153 years. That doesn't sit right. If Mason doesn't get their finances in order, the opportunity for development is going to bypass them. The opportunity for development is going to bypass who? Them. It's for them. It's all for them. Make it about them, right? It's for their own good. Well, who is the opportunity for development really going to bypass? Who are you really worried about here, Jason? I mean, anybody who has paid any attention to Tennessee, you know, where you saw Governor Lee giving out pandemic no-bid contracts and you've got Penny Schwinn self-dealing to a company that her husband works at, giving millions of dollars in contracts to education companies her husband works at. These are not people that are like, oh, you know what? We really need to make sure Mason, Tennessee, the black-led town, we need to make sure that they capitalize on this and get everything they can from this situation. These are people that were fighting to keep a KKK Grand Wizard bust in our capital. Now they're going to turn around and worry about Mason, Tennessee and for their own good. And that's what they're thinking about here. Four miles is not a lot of miles from Ford. Think about what Ford's about to spend. Billions of dollars. And now they want Mason to stop existing right when that's about to happen. That's tough to swallow. That's hard to believe. That's gross. The opportunity for neighborhoods to develop. You know, Mason doesn't have a grocery store or a gas station. And the citizens suffer from, from not having the ability to to have those things in their communities. You remember when Virginia was on here and she said, he's trying to divide us. He's trying to pit the citizens against leadership. Well, what did he just do right there, right? He acted like he's the champion of the citizens. They, they're suffering. They're, they don't have a gas station and it's leadership's fault. Well, Virginia pointed out, they elected us as their leaders. So you're trying to divide them, but they, they elected these leaders. These are this their mayor that they elected, their vice mayor. So when you say what services we're getting, well, you have a government. That's what services you're getting. Somebody is keeping books. Like that costs money. How would Franklin answer that question? What services are you getting? They would say, well, we have festivals. Like, I don't, how do you even answer that question? Somebody said to you, what services do you get from your city? Like, Garbage pickup? Like, I, what? I, what? I don't know. It just feels condescending and it feels like bullying. And so I told them that. They're feeling bullied, just so you know. I talked I, to them. So I understand. Okay. I understand. There's a lot of tough decisions that need to be made. But when you can't articulate a single benefit that taxpayers are receiving for the highest municipal taxes paid in Tipton County, you've got to look inward. Okay. So that whole highest taxes paid in Tipton County. I mean, I haven't looked that up. Let's just assume for a second that he's right about that. I guarantee you it's a penny or two pennies that they're paying more than other places in Tipton County. Found that little nugget and they're using that nugget to push and to try to make this city of Mason disappear completely off the face of the map after 153 years. The tenth city that it was once that started because black people were run out of Memphis for trying to vote. How far have we come, really? They're threatening to eradicate it, right, as it's on the doorstep of massive opportunity.
12 billion dollars getting poured in automatically they open those doors their property value goes up development can happen that was the first word out of his mouth in the next few years we're going to start to see land get sold off we're going to start to see all kinds of deals get cut mason deserves to participate in the future we all know a little bit about how Tennessee operates. But the question now becomes, how does Ford operate? Because I feel like Ford might be the key to this whole thing. And I don't think Ford really wants this smoke. The very first thing that happens when they come to town is a 153-year-old black-led city getting wiped off the map. I could be wrong. Maybe Ford doesn't care. I don't think that's what they want. I would encourage you to let Ford know that this is happening. And let's try to lift up Mason's story here and help them with what's going on. Keep hollering and we'll see you next time. Tennessee. 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 Tennessee.